where we help users help themselves. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Kim. How's it going? It's been pretty good this week. How about you? Yeah, it's been going all right. This week has been filled with a few interesting things at work, but, you know, overall it's been a little bit uh, quieter than it was last week. Well, it's nice to have a relaxing week, but what's interesting? Well, uh, today a computer came into one of my coworkers just saying that it was broken. And uh, when he turned it on, it sounded like, ooh, how do I, how do I put this? It sounded like, like a screeching elevator ooh. going up, yeah, grinding against a uh, chalkboard. So, if that makes sense, a terrible, terrible noise. Yes. <laughs> Anything interesting on your guys' side of the pond? Or I don't know why I said that <laughs> on your guys' side of the state. Why, yes, it's a, been a bit of an interesting day over in the service desk <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Nebraska, London. Among the British people, I guess. I am yeah, a bit of an Anglophile, so there's that, I guess. Anyway, service desk this week has been. Just really busy. We've had some weird Bluetooth issues with some mice not working in Windows 10. And then it's been the big wigs are having meetings, so we get to help make sure that everything's running properly and just generally be available. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly how that feels. And I've actually seen the mouse issue ourselves at our, our environment, so you guys aren't alone. Ugh, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, glad to hear things are going at least all right there. Keeping us in business because there's always something going wrong. Job security. <laughs> if things are going perfect, well, I suppose we did our job too well. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I got a, a few pieces of uh, tech news that I found pretty interesting here recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, one of my probably favorite things to come through the tech pipeline is uh, a lot of people are familiar with the home devices that people have like Google Home and Alexa. Sure. There's those speakers that you put. You can talk to them. They can set alarms, play music. Yes. Uh, you can ask it to tell jokes. Well, apparently Alexa uh, has just been starting to laugh at random people or just at random times. That's disturbing. Yeah, so just occasionally the speaker will pop up and you just hear her in the background of your house laughing. Uh, <laughs> Amazon said that they were going to try and see maybe why she is doing that. And the best they can say is she misheard you. Oh. And thought you asked her to start laughing. So in order to stop it, instead of just making her laugh, they're going to make her say something along the lines of, sure, I can laugh followed by laughter to make it a little less creepy so you know you don't just have random laughter in the back of your home i'm not sure that prefacing it with words makes it any better i you know <laughs> I'm not, as long as the voice doesn't change you know i think i'd be okay but well i suppose if she dropped two octaves and started laughing yeah do you have any uh, smart devices yourself no not like that i've avoided them because of things like that to be honest I, I like to play with them, and I have a few myself. I, I haven't encountered that yet, so I'm kind of upset that I didn't have a broken uh, laughter. Well, we're going to have to put you on Alexa Laughter Watch now. Right, and I'm going to have to keep an eye and hear if anything happens. We'll have a report next time. There we go. <laughs> the other thing I noticed, too, kind of just a little more general, uh, not necessarily tech, but Amazon's, you know, a big tech company, and owns a lot of market share out there. Sure. I just found out that Amazon Prime is in over half of American households. Wow. 
So over half of Americans in America subscribe to Amazon Prime. That does not surprise me. That's that's giant. Like the market share they have there. That $100 a year really goes a long ways when you have, what, 150 million people paying it? Holy buckets. Right? I mean, it, I don't know. In my mind, it's a good idea because you get your, your two-day shipping, so all the fun tech toys that I buy. And, exactly. You know, you get, I think, unlimited photo backup on your phone. Uh, you get a pretty decent bass music streaming service. You have to pay for the better. Uh, a lot of cool, you know, free mu- uh, movies out there, TV series, but... I'm starting to make it sound like a commercial here. We're not sponsored right now by... Hey, Amazon, if you want to sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> we're open. I Exactly, we are. <laughs> they do a lot of audible sponsorships, so I don't know, maybe down the road. Yeah, well, small step. Exactly. So that was pretty cool. Have you had anything interesting that you've seen? or Not in the tech news world. Oh, but there is apparently... You're wearing the wrong shirt. I am 90% certain because there is a podcast co-host shirt sold by Mod Cloth. <laughs> I don't know why it's titled that, but it's a nice sleeveless little black shirt. And yeah, I think we should both get that and wear it as we podcast. That, that would be fun because especially in the summertime, it's going to be too easy not to like woolen shirts and stuff on. So... <laughs> Something nice, and I'm trying to make it not sound like an advertisement to a to a company here, but we're kind of in that zone, aren't we? Oh well. But so, what do we have today for uh for our topic for our listeners? Have you seen the show IT Crowd? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. In the show, every time they answer the phone, they start with, "Have you tried turning it off and back on again?" Ah, uh, yes. The amount of times I've said that myself. Right. I thought yeah. we would go over a few of our basic tips and tricks to do before you call for service. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Troubleshooting, so to speak. Exactly. The number one thing to do, and you've probably heard this before, restart. Exactly. Turning it back off and on again. So there's a little bit of a difference, though, between turning it off completely. The restart button on a Windows box, there's options between restart and shutdown. And I don't know about your company, but in my workplace, we always encourage people to restart and leave it on because we do updates overnight so we don't interrupt people, but then they have to leave their computers on. So if they shut it off every night, we don't do those updates and that can cause issues further down the line if those don't happen. Exactly. And a lot of the times too, if you leave your computer on and you're starting to have issues that restart you mentioned earlier is a good option because i don't know letting your computer sleep for a second so letting it clear everything out kind of come back in fresh yes and sometimes a service desk person might ask you to completely shut down and it just more completely closes all of the processes make sure the like the fans spin all the way down. They don't stay on the whole time. And it can help kind of reset all of the things that might be causing trouble. So sometimes we will say shut down. And when we say shut down, that means actually turning it all the way off. And sometimes if things are even getting a little bit out there and uh, issues that are holding on, I've even been known to ask my users to shut down take a battery out 
or unplug mm-hmm. and then push the power button in or hold it for like 10, 20 seconds. And that's going to make sure that anything that is in there is being cleared out. Because what a lot of people don't understand, and even, you know, I don't quite understand how it works even myself to a certain point. When you turn it off, there's certain parts of your computer that will hold on to residual settings and uh, discharging the power that's holding on to that information is one way to help resolve issues. Yes. And some computers actually have like little, even if it's a desktop, they'll have like a watch button battery. And that helps to keep the time and make sure that some of the things that are always needing to be on stay on. So if you hold that button down, it helps to make that no longer be connected, I think. Exactly. (laughs) The other big thing is to check cords. So like if your monitor's not functioning the way you expect it to, unplug the cords and plug them back in. Because a lot of times the cords will come a little bit looser, like one of the little screw dobbies will come undone just enough to kind of make it not fully connect, and that can cause all all kinds of issues. Yep. No, I've seen that as well in our environment here. So we've kind of covered, you know, the very first step when it comes to resolving an issue that you're having on your computer. You know, it's good to just kind of shut it down, turn it back on again, you know. It's tiring to hear, but it it works for, I would almost say, 80-90% of the issues you'll encounter. Um, What about the ones uh, that kind of still kind of hang on? What are some other troubleshooting steps? Well, in programs, I I know a lot of our things are browser-based now. Do you have that too? Yep, a lot of applications have moved to a more server or browser-based cloud. Yep. So in the browsers... There's all kinds of things that can cause the issue. If you're not using the correct browser, if you're told to use one, use it. And then when you're in the browser, there's a way to clear the cache, which is a weird word, and I'm really not sure why that's used the way it is. But that essentially stores just a little bit of information. And if you're having issues with a specific website, your browser might just be storing the wrong info or it might be competing oh. with the info that it's trying to get to. Yeah, I suppose that uh, that makes sense. So clearing that cache kind of gets you back on sync with the, uh, the people that your computer is talking to. Exactly. Another thing is, uh, you know, for our uh, applications that are still kind of located on our computer, things that we've installed and managed and uh, are using which are not really, you know, you're not using Chrome or Internet Explorer to get out to. Um, Another helpful step is, uh, in a way, clearing the cache is uninstalling that program and reinstalling it again, which you can often find in the programs and features on your computer. The only thing I'd like to keep in mind is if you're in a workplace scenario... Please don't. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time, you should not be able to as well if the company is structured according to best practices where they limit your ability to install and uninstall programs. But at home, uh, one of the better options is if, uh, you know, Minecraft is having a hard time, if if it's all corrupted, it's not starting up, uh, uninstall it, reinstall it again. Uh, That's one of the first things that any support with a company will ask you to do. And sometimes there's malware issues in there too, which we'll dive into malware in another episode. But... If things are just kind of not right, 
and it's all kind of going slow and not really behaving correctly, you can always run a malware scan as well. And sometimes malware even installs programs on the computers, which I know uh, is helpful to get rid of. Uh, there's a couple different options out there to uninstall. You know, there's the built-in Windows one, but sometimes I've noticed that malware or programs that you want to uninstall that aren't located in Windows uninstall and reinstall programs. Mm -hmm aren't located there. So what can you use to kind of find some of those? Well, I use something called Revo Uninstaller. That's R-E-V-O. Use that too. Yeah. It's handy because when a program is uninstalled, sometimes it leaves bits of itself behind and it will, especially in the registry, which is kind of the, I don't know, how do you explain a registry, Andrew? Um, I would kind of say it's like the uh, the filing system of your computer. So, I, I don't know, maybe like kind of like, you know, you have your library where you have all your books. And then uh, in the old school days, you had the uh, cabinet with all the different index cards. And it told you, you know, where everything was located. It not only does that, but it also did a good job of uh, the registry also kind of tells your computer how to interact with certain programs or hardware. Yes. And so if a program is uninstalled and leaves stuff in the registry, it can mess with reinstalling and then it can mess with other things as well so yeah revo uninstaller is a good option that's that's great out there mm -hmm. another great option so you know so far you know we've gone through you're having an issue you've turned it off and on again you know you've shut it all the way down you maybe have gone as far as to unplug your battery you know plug it back in uninstall programs clear your cache and browsers another great option is to do windows updates or updates on your applications so often in times enough, if you're running like Google Chrome, in the upper right corner, you're going to see a little prompt, which will say, hey, a new update's been there. Please restart your browser to get that. A lot of applications might tell you about it, or some of them you might need to go out and actually do yourself. Yeah. But when it comes to Windows, which is kind of the most important ones, or uh, I don't know, I guess I don't have a Mac OS. Does Mac do a pretty good job of notifying you, or is it all kind of behind the scenes? I have no idea. <laughs> Ooh. We're going to have to do some research on that. I know that there are like big feature updates on a Mac OS that they'll mm -hmm. completely change the name, but the incremental ones, I assume, are just kind of automatic. Well, I, I can say at least to Windows, one of the better ways to check to see if there are updates is one of my favorite things about Windows is if you push your Windows key or you hit the Windows button, and you just start typing what you want to do. So in this case, you just type update. You'll see check for updates. And if you click on that, it'll let you know if you have any. Yeah, learning those little Windows shortcuts are helpful. I'm sure most of our users know like the control C will copy and control V will paste. But there's a whole slew of other shortcuts like the Windows key. That's handy dandy. But that's not for troubleshooting. What am I talking about? <laughs> that's for another show. We're just teasing him. <laughs> I'm being a terrible tease tonight. Keep him coming back for more. <laughs> <laughs> but if, you know, all else fails, you know, you've, you've done your restart. You've uh, cleared your cache, uninstalled programs. You've checked for updates. Um, where can I go to, to get a little more direct or uh, advanced troubleshooting steps? So one of the things we don't tell you when we're fixing your stuff, or maybe you do, but I personally go to 
Google every day. Like every oh, time my, I'm out of a job now. <laughs> every time I have an issue, I will take, especially if there's an error code, you can just type, you know, like if Chrome throws an error, you go to Google and you type in whatever that error was to be able to look up what happened. Or even if you're just having general issues and you Google kind of just in plain speak what's happening, uh, a lot of the times you're, you're going to find people that have had that before because chances are, I'm sorry to say, but your computer problems aren't unique. A lot of people have had them and there's a lot of great people out there that have been able to find uh, help and solutions and want to share it. Yes. There's all kinds of forums too. I know I personally have used Bleeping Computer. <laughs> yeah, same here. That's one of my favorite ones to go to. They're really good with malware, especially. Yeah. Tom's Hardware is another good one. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of software and hardware issues. And uh, one of the better ones out there for Windows issues is actually just Windows um, or Microsoft. Uh, I think it's uh, TechNet mm -hmm. is what they call it. Yep. They're TechNet, if you look for that in the Google search results. But no, definitely. Uh, a, a large part of an IT person's job is, well, as my uh, university professors said, we, we teach you the basics so you know how to Google to find the answer. Because we're not going to be able to, you're never going to be able to know everything. Nope. But it's just the skills and learning how to, to search for that. And also with the Google search, I will throw a little caution out there. There are a lot of websites, especially for some reason with drivers, that'll be like, hey, just click this link and go and download all these driver updates and it'll fix everything. You never need a program to update your drivers. You sure don't. And that's probably some of yeah. the worst malware I've seen is from... At once, yeah, exactly. We're going we're gonna to definitely need to do a malware episode. So, um, be careful, but... Google search your errors, and especially if you find multiple sites with the same kind of advice, that's probably a good sign that you're on the right path for fixing whatever. And YouTube is also great now. There's a lot of tutorials. I love the music you hear in the background, a lot of the tech tutorials, <laughs> where it's like someone's just like, they put their favorite song, you know, completely like upbeat or metal music. And they're just, you know, going through Windows. And <laughs> and then finally, one of the last stitch efforts when it comes to fixing your computer or resolving your uh, problem, especially if you're running a Windows 10 computer, it used to be a lot more difficult to do, but nowadays it's actually pretty easy. And it's resetting and reformatting, or how they do it now, uh, resetting and restoring your computer. Mm -hmm. So uh, a reset or a restore is usually um, restoring to a point earlier, kind of like time travel. So if you're having a lot of issue with your computers, you can say, well, I want to bring my computer to how it was a week ago. And more often than not, it's not going to delete any photos. It won't delete any pictures you have on your computer. Mm -hmm. um, but it is going to reset program settings and bring you back to earlier updates. And then uh, what would a reset do? A reset generally clears... Any changes? Well, does it remove the files now? Yep, yep. I think uh, in Windows 10, a reset will um, kind of bring you back to how it was when you first turned it on. Right. So that's kind of like your last ditch as a consumer, um, as a user. 
the the best option, you know, for just wanting to start over from fresh from scratch. It's just to reset your machine and Windows 10 will walk you through it. They'll warn you, you know, make sure you've backed everything up and you're not worried about losing any any of your files. Hi there. Post recording Kim here. We are a little confused on restore versus reset this PC because now under Windows 10, reset has sub options of keep my files and remove everything. So if you go under settings, update and security, and then go to recovery options, you will find reset this PC as an option. And once you click get start, you get the two options of keep my files and remove everything. So depending on what's going on with your computer, you can attempt to do kind of a refresh and keep my files, or if it's severe enough, you can do a remove everything reset to hopefully clear up whatever issue you might be having. And now I return you back to your originally scheduled podcast. So those are some basic troubleshooting ideas. Uh, If you have any questions, you can reach us at Twitter. We are at at service desk pod and Facebook. You can reach us at facebook.com slash service desk podcast. And we have email as well. So service desk podcast at gmail.com. And soon, soon we hope to have a, a website out there that you can also go ahead and see us out at. But for now, check out our Facebook. Uh, lots of great uh, resources there that we'll be using to, to forward on to others that we've been building. Yes, we're working on a real website. <laughs> we'll get there. And if you happen to know somebody that's using some kind of strange podcast app that isn't filled in by iTunes or Google Play... Drop me a note, and I will get you set up. (laughs) All right. Well, Kim, I am Andrew. Andrew, I am Kim. (laughs) (laughs) This is Service Desk.